welcome back everyone to another episode of Contract Crunchers. This is this is episode two already. We're making we're making good progress. And mm. I'm here with, with Sai. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Making good progress indeed. Oh yeah. Um pleasure to be here. We're going over the running back market today. As promised. Um special thanks to the Jason Taylor Foundation as always for hooking us up with the equipment and everything. And then also the Career and Sports Club at Cypress Bay, our high school. Yes, yes. They really clutched up for us. Alright, well, well with that being said, let's get into it. So so first we have the Miami Dolphins, you know, seventy to twenty versus the Broncos. Crazy game. Was that the game? Didn't didn't leave till till the last kneel by Mike White. But this game really proved to everyone that you don't need to pay one running back like a Dalvin Cook or a Jonathan Taylor a lot of money to get good production from your running back. It's it's a luxury at this point. It's not a necessity. So going over the first running back that popped off on that day, Raheem Mostert. Yeah, yeah. Talking on that 72-20 game, usually you think if 72 points, you you think they're just like throwing the ball every single time, throwing a hail Mary. Not happening at all. Very balanced offense. Yeah. I mean, there was two of us dealing with the ball, but also it was just a clinic for both Mike, of our running backs. Yeah, and Mike Mike McDaniel's called a great game that day. That day. Great game, great game. But giving them the outside zone runs, the inside zone runs, it all worked out for us. Broncos couldn't stop us. But yeah, the first running back that we wanted to highlight was... Raheem Mostert. Yeah, Raheem Mostert. He rides that way very well. Mm-hmm. All right, so basically, he was signed by the Dolphins in 2023, 20, I believe. Um, He's making a base salary of $1.65 million, which is which is not much. And his signing bonus was 650000 which... From the production he gave us last year, the steal really is. But this year we we signed him for how? Like we signed him for not that much either. Um, yeah, I do. I do think he was he was a solid running back for us last year with um, Jeff Wilson in there. As that well. was good one two punch. One two punch. Yeah, yeah, but this year he really just took a step forward in terms of running. I believe in that contract that we gave him with the two years, five point six million seems to be a steal. And the way it's structured is really well, really good as well because I believe there's a team option the second year, so mm-hmm. they can they can just cut him without with minimal dead cap space. Yeah, so we're not losing anything if he doesn't produce at all this year, but he is. Yeah, so there's an out right after this year, but obviously they're not gonna they're not gonna take that out. Yeah, no. But the potential out that they have is 2024. Where they pay him for one year, the year that he's playing here now. Two point eight. And then the dead cap is only six hundred fifty thousand, which is not not that bad. Not bad at all. At all. But this year, he's expected just a guaranteed salary in his contract is two point two million guaranteed, which for his production he's producing is really, really, really good. So we don't see that with many running backs. Like you see some rookie running backs producing good. Like good stats, but you don't see someone's 31, 32 years with this much tread on their tires producing four, what's that, four TDs in a game and six TDs in the season. Yeah. In three games, it's unheard of. It's, well, it's, maybe it's, not, but like, it, now it is. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if it's unheard of, but it's definitely a lot of production for someone that's being that paid that much. And it show, goes to show that you don't have to get that much money. For a good running back. For a good running back, exactly. Just need a good O-line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good, good, good scheme. 
hitting the holes and everything. Yeah. 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 But I think he's really solidified himself in Miami as running back one. I don't think that's something to be questioned. But Not at all. The rookie that's making himself up, or the second running back we're going to highlight today. 203 yards. Amazing, amazing game. Yes. Yeah, out of Texas A&M. Texas A&M. Devon Achan, A-Chain. I think he wants us to pronounce his name. A-Chan, not Chain. I don't know why. He he came out in a presser after the game wanting that. But So Devon A-Chan, five-year, five, four-year, five mil, give or take. This first year is making 750 base salary and 230. A um um signing bonus, which for the production he put last game was not bad. Not bad at all. I would not. I wouldn't say that's bad at all. Yeah, but no. it, it, it's a rookie contract. It's not like they gave him an extension or something. He's a yeah, rookie, no. so he's on that rookie contract. And everything he is just completely guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. He was picked in the third round by the Dolphins, eighty first pick, something like that. Yeah, eighty first, eighty first. Yeah, there you go. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Or 84, 84. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. But the contract there isn't that high. And so with the amount of money that they paid him, it's just really nice to see 203 yards, four touchdowns. And really, there's no outs on this contract. No, I mean, it's a rookie contract. So yeah. he's making more and more money each year from 7 to 9 to 1.2 to 1.4. But if he's still producing 200 yards a game, probably not. But if he's still producing a good chunk, it's it's really good money. And why go out and pay for a Dalvin Cook if you could draft a Devon Achan and sign a, a Raheem Oster, re-sign a Raheem Oster for less let than the whole um, Jonathan Taylor? You get two for the price of one, and you still have a lot of money remaining. And this is what Dolphins did really good at. I mean, we also have Ahmed, who's making barely any, and Jeff Wilson, who's making a bit more than Moster. So we have four really decent running backs, which in a good scheme could produce a lot and that's what we've been seeing with the Dolphins consistent production by all the running backs because of the scheme the scheme fit and the O-line is really producing holes for them so we basically see any running back can produce under a good scheme very very good yeah I, I agree with O-line. that Salon Ahmed he's a undrafted player yeah. out there just yeah. looking like Tyreek Hill if he was a running back out there yeah he's shifting he's shifting but yeah I, I do agree with you and I think there's a good example to be seen with the Miami Dolphins in terms of the running back. Do you really need to pay someone to get production? Yeah, no. Definitely not. Yeah. That, I mean, Devon Aching, he is getting paid like 800k, like we said. But yeah, not much. Jeff Wilson, who's currently on IR, was supposed to be the running back two of this offense. back before. Yeah. He was supposed to be the running back two of this offense. Paid him three mil, which is a good amount of money. Two mil more than um, Devon uh, H. Yeah. And Devon H. is just producing out there. So do you really need to pay Jeff Wilson that much? That comes into question. I mean, it's a two mil or three mil. I mean, it's still not a ton of money. So you're yeah. still saving a good amount. Yeah, you, but you it still goes to show money. that it's a luxury. Even yeah. that tiny of a contract is something that the teams are trying to avoid right now. Just yeah. pay with running backs, rookie running backs. I mean, yeah. I mean, you see Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs going in the first round because it's just cheaper to buy running back and then dump them four or five years later um, than go out and buy I mean, and pay for a Jonathan Taylor because it's just so much easier. And like you have a new running back without any tread on their tire besides, besides the college years, they're brand new to it and they barely get injured. Um, Not barely, but... They have a less risk of getting injured, so it's just much, much easier on the money 
and it's not a liability as much because you're not paying them nearly as much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think teams see it as like getting an elite running back, right? I mean, running backs don't really have that adjustment period per se as other positions do. You see tight end, they take three years yeah. to fully develop in the NFL. But running back right out of the gate, you see Jameer Gibbs, you see B. John Robinson, they they look like they're ready to play in the NFL. So, so teams are just looking at this and they're going, all right, let me give me an elite running back for four yeah. years and we'll see what we have to do. If he asks for too much, he can, we can show him the gate right out and then we can go get another one in the draft again. And if the running back that you pick doesn't work out, you could just dump him. Like, simple as that. You're not going to lose that much money in dead cap. And you're simply cutting your losses. And the losses are not that big because they're a rookie. So it's just the obvious choice for some. Others, like the Jets, they, they went out and got uh, a Dobbin Cook. And they're paying him 7 mil this year for the production he's doing. I think he has, like, I think he has, he definitely has less yards than Achan. And the Dolphins could have gotten him. He probably would have produced in the offense very well, but so would have any other running back. So why pay $7 million or whatever he wanted for someone who's going to produce the same as the, a Devon or a Raheem or a Ahmed? So it makes no sense to, to spend that much money when you could allocate that those funds into paying your QB, paying your wide receiver just paying an O-line to better better protect for the QB or better make lanes for your running back. So, yeah, I mean, so the base salary for, for what's name, for Dalvin is one and the, what's name, and the per game, I'm not, sorry, and the cap is $7 million. So it makes no sense for at least the Dolphins to have gotten out and got in a Dalvin because although the fans wanted him, he's a household name, give or take. It just doesn't make sense money wise and production wise because they were on the same production from another running back for much, much cheaper. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Going into the Dalvin Cook situation, he's with the Jets now. Obviously, he got a better contract from the Jets. He wanted to be with the Dolphins, that's his hometown place, but. He went to go play for the Jets because they threw more money at him. Yeah, $5.8 million guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot of guaranteed money. I don't think the Dolphins were willing to do that. But seeing how he's playing with the Jets right now, he is splitting carries down the line with Brees Hall. Yeah. And that is a perfect situation of don't pay your running back too much because Brees Hall, is he's doing really good. Yeah, he's, and he's a rookie as well. Yeah, he's on that rookie contract. He's a he's second-round pick, 36th pick. 36 overall pick, I want to say. Yeah. I mean, he's he's making, like, probably less, way less than Dalvin and a bit more than, yeah. like, HM. I mean, on the rookie con, yeah, just like a one mil around, I would say. Yeah. And that's seven times less than Dalvin Cook. Why, why would you want to pay Dalvin Cook that much? I think the Jets, in this situation, they had to go for that high-paying running back in order to appease Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. They brought in Alan Lazard from the Packers. See, we're just too good. We said Aaron Rodgers the same time. Yeah. We're, we're just <laughs> we're too good. We're but Aaron Rodgers obviously asked for Alan Lazard and then Randall Cobb. Randall is Cobb, yeah. Past players that played with him. With and that's Packers. why Aaron Rodgers took a salary, salary cut. Yeah, exactly. And then he's like, better the team around me, even if it's more expensive and you have to throw money at players that 
maybe are a luxury, yeah. but I'm gonna take the salary hit. I'm gonna take a cut so that yeah. you can do that for me. And then week one, poor guy, towards Achilles. Yeah, yeah. That that was I think really really sad, but it goes to show you because the the Vikings cut him because he's just too much. Twelve point six average salary, five years, sixty three mil. They just they just couldn't afford him anymore. I mean, and now they're they're zero three, but they're still producing really good numbers. Um, Justin Jefferson probably the best numbers for a wide receiver. Kirk Cousins most touchdowns, yeah, most yards by QB. They're gonna have to be Justin Jefferson exactly. down the line, and Dalvin Cook just it wasn't that they couldn't pay him necessarily. I just think old injury shoulder injuries. Yeah, so it just didn't make sense. It just became a luxury. And and Alexander Madison. He's he's pretty young, 23, 25. And he's I think on his rookie contract, so it makes more sense. Yeah, I think so too. To, to just pay him a younger running back with less tread on their tires, less less years in the league for someone just makes more sense to keep Madison, although he's not performing as well this season, fantasy owners would know. They thought he was he, he was a breakout candidate, but He's he's a much safer option. He's not a liability to the team like Dalvin Cook. Because if Dalvin Cook gets injured, there's so much dead cap there, and then you can't go out and get a better running back, or even you can't even pay you can't pay Justin Jefferson as you're saying. So it just it was just smart by the the Vikings to cut just cut your losses. I mean, it was a big loss, but just cut him and. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that he wasn't producing. He was, he was still getting. It was a thousand yards plus rusher for them. He kept yeah. producing. That was not the issue. It was just the amount of money. At the end of the day. I mean, now he's making. He's listening. Per game, he's on. He's playing. He's seventy thousand dollars. One point two throughout the whole season, and honestly, you're paying seventy thousand dollars to have Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook just sit on the bench, split carries. With with Brees Hall, a much younger, better, faster running back, and yeah, it just makes makes no sense. Yeah, guaranteed money is still at like five five point eight. That's high. Five point eight million dollars guaranteed for a running back is high, especially with the amount of injuries that he's had. Yeah, long shoulder injuries. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on to another situation, we can go into Austin Eckler's contract with the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, he was he was one of the. The, like the, the voice is speaking out saying running backs have to get paid more because GMs are not wanting to pay these running backs anymore. Not because they're not good, just because they're getting older and the injuries. So Austin Eckler's been a very vocal key point of that campaign. So going to Austin Eckler's specifics, he's he signed a four year twenty four and a half million dollar contract with the six million dollar signing bonus. And he, he wanted an extension this year and he, he wanted to get traded as well. However, they, they worked out a restructure in his contract and most likely next year, he's, he's not going to be with the team. He's going to be a, an unrestricted free agent. So he's just, he's, he's going to be gone. And Joshua Kelly, his, the rookie out of UCLA is, is going to, is going to be next up. He's still as his rookie contract. He's the last year of his rookie contract. So. Even maybe maybe not. He might maybe both of them will play the team, depending how much Joshua Kelly wants. Right now, Joshua Kelly is making basically a million year four, four years four, four mil signing bonus with seven hundred eighty thousand dollars. So Joshua Kelly right now is not making much, but 
maybe neither of them will be with the team next year if they ask for a lot. Austin Eckler will most likely not be with the team, or maybe get traded at the trade deadline. Same with Joshua Kelly, because they can't afford having Justin Herbert, Mike Williams, who just got in I believe, and Keenan Allen, and a Joshua Kelly if he, they want, if he wants if he wants a lot, or and Austin Eckler what he's going to ask for a lot. So right now, Austin Eckler most likely not with the team next year. Yeah, but you can understand Austin Eckler's point of view because he's being paid $6 million. He just wants a contract extension where he knows he's secure and he's getting much more money for the running, for the person he is, what he deserves because he's, people are taking him first overall, I think, in fantasy. Yeah, I mean, I love him for the fantasy. Yeah, I mean, he's good at catching, he's good at running. Always scores touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's a, he's a dual threat. He does, he's, he attacks in the passing game, and he's a great running back, and he's only getting paid $6 million. But looking into a recent contract with Christian McCaffrey, he's getting paid four years, $64 million. It's almost like, why am I getting half of the amount that Christian McCaffrey is? He No, yeah, he, he deserves probably what Christian is making. Because Christian, I mean, Christian, although I think Christian McCaffrey is definitely a bit better than him, yeah, I, I do I do think that McCaffrey is a better player, but both are really good. But in the market that's happening right now, he doesn't deserve to get what three eighths of the contract that Christian McCaffrey is getting per year. Yeah, I mean Austin Eckler is twenty eight, Christian McCaffrey is twenty seven. No, similar yeah. ages, similar around. The yeah, twenty seven. Yeah, so people don't have much time in their tires. Christian McCaffrey has a history of of a certain injury, so. A team is less likely to pay Christian McCaffrey because of his injuries. I mean, injuries happen happen to everyone. Like everyone tears it like ACL. Not everyone, but it happens. So people and GMs account for this. And that's why um only thirty million is guaranteed for Christian McCaffrey. Whereas I mean his whole contract's sixty mil. It's only half of it's guaranteed because they expect him to get injured. So they don't want to be like out in the dust on the side of the street without a running back and out $60 million. This way, they only out $30 million, which is still a lot of money, but much less than they would be if it's fully guaranteed. So that's, that's, that was their thought process when they, listen, when they gave him that contract. Yeah, yeah, it, it's unfair for the running backs, but I do believe that the Chargers management did a great job there not paying for the running back, seeing as how running, rookie running backs are just hooking in the NFL. But going into a team that did cave with the running back, the New York Giants, Joe Schoen, he yeah. did in fact give Saquon Barkley a... One year, one year deal for $10 million. $8 million, listen, yeah, $8 million the base salary and $2 million signing bonus. I believe it's all guaranteed except for, for $900,000, which is, it's not bad. I mean, if he gets 11 total touchdowns and a playoff berth, he gets another 300. If he gets 1,350 receptions and a playoff berth, that's another 300,000. So he's not making a little amount of money. He's, he's still making a good amount of money. But compare to what Christian's making, what, how much is that? 16 million. 16. 10 compared to 16. And Saquon does have a history of, of injuries, which, I mean, he's injured right now. 
he's doubtful to play this Sunday. And yeah, yeah. it was a high high ankle sprain, I believe, in week one or two. Yeah. So it's it makes sense for teams not to splurge on a running back because they get injured so easily. And especially yeah. if you're injury prone, it makes it makes no sense to pay at least a full term like a, a long contract that's fully guaranteed to a, a an injury prone running back. Yeah, I mean, the thing the thing is the reason they're so injury prone is because they're li- they're literally running right to the defense. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's their job. They're, they're putting their life on the line, yeah. and that's that's the argument that Austin Eckler is making that they are putting their bodies on the line, their concussions, their ankles, their legs, everything on the line just to gain that three yard or two. And that's their job. So they Christian along with most of the other running backs in the league believe they should be getting paid more because they're risking their bodies and, and the running backs retire early. Like Barry Sanders, he retired when he was in his prime. He couldn't deal with all the strain on his body. And that's why you see running backs just like Ezekiel Elliott getting like just not being as good because they get bad early because of all the wear and tear they have. That's why GMs like Joe Schoen, that's how you pronounce it? Yeah, Joe Schoen. Yeah, love the name. That's how it's, that's why they're not paying Saquon what they're paying Christian McCaffrey. Although he might deserve it. Without, without Saquon, they don't make the playoffs last year. But he's injured. He's injured. I, mean, I think the reason that they didn't want to give him such a, next, such a contract, he's a, he's a number two overall pick. I was just a couple of years removed from that. He's a great, great, yeah. elite running back. You don't get that much talent very, like, coming just like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it takes, it takes time. Like, the only other running back that we see at similar time is Dijon Bond. Huge guys. Like, that's the only running back close to him coming out of that. Yeah, I mean, his nickname was Saquads. But what I'm saying is the contract that they gave him is for one year only. And then he's probably going to hit the free agent market. Probably gonna get a contract similar to ten million. No one's ever hitting that sixteen yeah, million no. mark. It's all the other markets are rising, but the running back market is kind of staying constant. If anything, it was like, when did Christian get his contract extension? Sixteen million a year for four years, sixty-four million, and that was like two years ago, maybe I think when they traded for him. Yeah, he got it. What was it? 2022. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, the running back market has definitely gone down in recent years. Yeah, but, I think I think the Giants they didn't want to pay Saquon, and then instead they paid for Daniel Jones because they believe he was the centerpiece of their offense. Big mistake. Big big mistake. That money probably should have gone to Saquon because Saquon was the the life of that offense yeah. last year. Yeah, and yeah, I mean that's why they just. They made the mistake now. It's just a one-year contract. They can't pay both Saquon whatever money, whatever however much money he's asking for. He wants to. He wants to get close to that Christian McCaffrey. I'm contract. sure he wants to get at least thirteen. Yeah, and but no team is going to at least pay thirteen a year fully guaranteed. No way. Yeah, and the Giants definitely can't with their forty million dollar contract. Just two positions. They can't pay fifty-three million dollars combined for the QB and the running back. Exactly, and they have no wide receivers, so yeah. they're have to get from there, from there too. Yeah, so that's just the running back. Saquon being paid next year is just like probably not going to happen. At least not by the Giants. Yeah. 
we'll, we'll probably see him in Austin Eckler as opposed to in Jared Goff. More, more likely than not, because no one's going to pay for, for them. I mean, at least not the Giants or the, or the Chargers. Most likely, we're going to see more teams in recent years draft a running back in the second, third, fourth, fifth round. You're not you're not going to see them drafting in the first round. I think, yeah, you, for, like you said, second, yeah. third, fourth, fifth. The the movement towards drafting running backs in the first round is also going away. It's yeah. I mean, besides Najee and the two this year, Bijan and Jameer, we don't see much of it at all. And then even when we see Najee, I mean, Najee's not even playing that good. Exactly. So. So, but then a yeah, third round, sense. yeah, exactly. But a third round running back like Diddle and A Chain, you is, could cut your losses there. Yeah, you yeah, could cut your losses. Said, you, you could cut. It's a it's a low risk high reward type thing, and I think the Dolphins are reaping the rewards from that. Yeah, like one other, like, there's a lot of other running backs who are drafted late rounds that produce a lot. Like Raheem Mostert was even drafted, so it's easy to it's easy to get a running back, and in late rounds. And get consistent production for them for cheap. And then not be signing for a ton of money. I think this whole depreciation of the running back market, I think we can just like, if we wanted to highlight one contract with one team that caused this just like, not caused, but it was a major factor yeah. in the depreciation of the running back market, I would say it's that Ezekiel Elliott contract with the Cowboys right there. Yeah, I mean, that was a huge contract. Huge, I mean. Six year, 90 months. Yeah. Well, how much is that per year? Fifteen million per year. Yep, that's a lot of money. A lot of money. A lot yeah. of money. And it, that was we're saying sixteen million for Christian McCaffrey. That was twenty twenty one. Fifteen million in twenty nineteen for Ezekiel Elliott for six entire years for a running back is unheard of. With fifty fifty mil guaranteed as well, doesn't make any sense. Fifty million dollars guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, if he gets injured, you can't do anything about it. You're out fifty million dollars. You can't pay that on a Dak Prescott on a CD Lamb. I mean, but now they cut him, so they still have a lot of dead cap, but it's just so much better. Yeah. You can't you can't expect Ezekiel Elliott to be I think teams are starting to realize you can't expect the running back that you drafted for those and he played those four years as a rookie contract. You can't expect him to be the same player moving on. And that's what happened yeah. with the Cowboys. You Ezekiel Elliott was a phenomenal running back for those first two years. As a rookie, he was he loved the league and in rushing yards. And then every year since then, he got worse and worse and worse. He, I mean, he didn't get worse. He just got lower yards. Yeah, the four the four years he played was great, and then they they just expected him to do that for six years more, which just isn't gonna happen with yeah, the amount of no. tread they get. Yeah, it's hard hard to get a running back to consistently perform for ten years. Yeah, so. That, that, I think that's the contract that just scares teams out from paying other running backs nowadays. And that's why the Patriots only paid one, I mean, 1.1 million guaranteed for him. They're not going to go and splurge for him. They have Ramondre Stevenson. So I believe his son is a rookie contract yep, as well. Yep. You see all these running backs, running back ones with rookie contracts yeah. throughout the league. As long as you have a good O-line, good play call, and then and then you're, you're, you're really like you're good. That's all you need. Yeah, talking about Raheem Mostert, I know we went over them, but that play calling where they get those the huge zone runs, runs, yeah, it is phenomenal. That is, it, I think it can elevate, couldn't elevate any running back, but it is really doing 
it is taking a huge weight off the shoulders of the running backs for the Miami Dolphins. It's it's all a Mike Shanahan like their their mentality. Like before the Niners had Christian McCaffrey, they had Matt Breida, they they also had Remy Moster, and they had Elijah Mitchell. All like they gave the fifth, fourth, not very good or not very highly drafted or highly paid running back. It's not phenomenal in college either. Just no, they're they're just running them out. They did really good though in that scheme. So if you want a running back to perform, they don't need to be the best running back. They don't need to be a Jonathan Taylor. They don't need to be an amazing, astonishing, out of this world running back like a Saquon Barkley coming out of college. You just need to have, you know, run fast, you know, shut a couple tackles. Sorry, I think you could probably line up behind Tua and then, you know. I mean, with that, Mike McDaniel, with that Mike McDaniel yeah. scheme, I think I might I might get one yard. Even. I, I think he's probably going to five. Five? Yeah. I, I think so, too, with that scheme. I With my speed, I could probably get maybe 20. I, I think I, I could run I could run past all the defensive lines. <laughs> no question. With Austin Jackson and Toronto Armstead guarding for me, and Connor Williams, I mean, I could I can make it past. I mean, so we have a cocky one in here, but no, I, I just you know I work out. Okay, they're, they're not that big. Yeah, they're not, yeah. I I think that's a wrap though for in terms of the running back market. Yeah, that, that was a good starting part. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, we hope to get see you guys in the next episode, probably yes, releasing, releasing next Wednesday. Yeah, give or take. Yeah, give or take. Hopefully, we'll be back soon. Well. Can't wait to, to be back with you guys soon. With that being said, peace out. Hope you guys enjoyed and have a good one.